What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. Today I'm gonna to show you some oblique exercises to do that you... Are we talking about obliques? Wait, 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 no, I got it. Are you kidding? Is that the intro you've been working on? Oh, hell no. You think that's the intro? No, that's just for fun for them. We get out of here. Yes, oh wait, guys. Jesse's intro coming 2020. So Jesse's it's intro 2020. 2020. It Let's is get it trending. It is 2020. Oblique exercises that I'm going to show you here today that are actually going to help redefine the way you train obliques because the obliques are one of the most fascinating muscles you have in your body. They have the ability to produce power, stability, rotation, control rotation. A lot of this is trained a lot of times in the wrong way. I'm going to show you the best ways to do it, 10 best exercises, and exactly how to implement them into your training. All right, so the first exercise up here is one that you've probably done for thousands and thousands of repetitions already in your lifetime, but maybe not so perfectly. And to do this right, you want to make every repetition perfect. I actually use this as an activator in my brand new Core 4 Abs program because I want you to feel how it feels when you do it right. This is the side crunch. Now, Here's the big difference. A lot of people will do the crunch like this. They just get on their side and simply try to make a bunch of small range of motion movements. But just like any other muscle, there is an excursion, a range of motion that you can take the obliques through that are going to activate them better. Get them a little bit more elongated. You do that by actually allowing your body to not just go down fully to the ground, but get a little bit of a rotation. Rotate to that downside, rotate towards the ground. Open the oblique, you can see it getting stretched here on every single repetition. And when you come up, it's a lot easier to get a noticeable conscientious contraction of that muscle. You need to make sure that every single repetition you do when you're trying to develop your obliques is purposeful. If you do it the way I'm showing you here, your repetition counts may go down a lot, but the quality is gonna go up a lot. And that's what we're striving for here. So if that was training our dynamic stability, being able to control the rotation as we move through the repetition, then this here would be something that is a static stability exercise. This is a side bridge. And what we're trying to create here is the pillar strength that the obliques provide us alongside our torso during movement. And this here is an incredible way to do it. You start in this position here with your forearm down on the ground, and then your goal here is to prevent rotation forward or back while you're able to lift up into a straight horizontal line from your head down to your toe. You'll see that on every repetition here, it's the bottom side that's creating that stability, trying to lift my torso up. It's not as easy as it looks, especially if you're just starting out with this, but it will pay big dividends, especially for creating that lateral trunk stability that often a lot of times we lack. Exercise number three keeps us on the ground here as we slowly start to transition up to our feet to become more athletic, but it doesn't mean that there aren't benefits to be had here. This escalates it a bit more. It escalates the contraction. This is the elbow to knee. So as I crunch up, I'm able to actually drive my knee in as well, get a little bit of that posterior pelvic rotation to feel the contraction even more. The key is, as always though, is slow it down. Don't rush through these. It's not about repetition count, as I mentioned earlier. It's about repetition quality. And for every good repetition you get, you're actually patterning how to recruit a muscle that oftentimes is suffering from a little bit of amnesia. The bottom hand here is not pushing me up, it's the obliques and that knee going and traveling towards each other that's driving this movement. Make sure that you don't cheat your way through this, guys. The benefits are high if you keep the reps pure. So the next exercise here is one that we actually put into our old school portion of our new Core 4 Ab program. 
and it's the broomstick twist because I don't believe this is a bad exercise. Some people would be shocked at that statement if you do it the way I'm showing you here. This was never designed or intended to be an exercise that you crank out huge amounts of repetitions on. If you do it like I show you here, you're actually be trading in the repetition count once again for quality. And when you do it, you will light up your obliques. You sit back into a posterior tilt. You allow your thoracic spine around here. One of the very few times I'd be in favor of that. And by doing so, you're actually limiting the amount of rotation you're going to get in your spine. But the rotation you do get will be driven by and controlled by the obliques. You can see as I rotate, I'm actually working both obliques, the internal and the external obliques, more subtly on the internal obliques because they're underneath, but you can see the movement underneath there, the activity. As I rotate in one direction, as I rotate in the opposite direction, those obliques will alternately fire. You're getting that on both sides here. Again, each one a definitive, calculated repetition that is designed to limit the amount of rotation, but again, increase the quality of what you feel on every rep. This next exercise here is one you've probably seen a lot of people doing, but again, I think they may have been doing them more like this. And this would be incorrect. This is a physio ball plate twist. And a lot of times when people do this, they allow their whole body to spin and simply rotate on the ball. But if you look at the amount of relative rotation or the stress to anti-rotation, you're not getting a lot here because the arms are basically staying aligned with the torso as the torso rotates with it. There is no relative stress of rotation or control of rotation. In order for it to work right, you've got to keep your torso steady and have your arms drift outside of your torso to have the weight become a challenge to hold so the obliques have to work. And you can see me doing that here. You want to make sure that you're trying to stabilize and control that rotation. This is how you do it. Allow that plate to drop. Keep the top arm straight if you can. Lower down. Feel that weight as it gets further and further away from you. It will become more challenging. Get it back to center and rotate to the opposite side. A great exercise if done right. Not so valuable if done the first way. So now let's start to transition ourselves up a bit to standing. And again, we stop at a halfway point here, kneeling. And when we kneel, this anti-rotation press out is a great way to train the obliques. Essentially what I'm trying to do is stabilize this upper body position, prevent the rotation that wants to happen with this offloaded, one-sided loading of the rope. And it could be a bar, it could be a rope, it could be anything. But the fact is it's pulling my torso to, in this case, my right. I have to drive my arm out and then lock it there. And when it locked out in front of me, there's still that offset load that's pulling me back in that direction that I have to control. As you can see here, the speed and the pacing of every single rep is slow. That is what we want to go after here. Quality repetitions done slowly are going to provide you with the best opportunity to develop them. Now, let's say you're at a little bit higher level. You can become a bit more functional and do this more dynamic variation of the exercise in standing. And here I'm just simply striding out and striding back, making sure that I keep that bar orientated forward. If there's a line in front of my feet, I want that bar to match up with my feet. So I drive back and I drive out and I make sure once again in this more dynamic environment that I'm not allowing my obliques to break down and give in, but control that rotation and even prevent it. So this one exercise is one that I absolutely love because if you can dial back your obsession with wanting to just go really high during a leg raise, you will feel this a hell of a lot more in your obliques. This is the corkscrew twist. All I'm trying to do here is initiate every single contraction with the obliques. I don't care how high the legs go. As a matter of fact, you'll find they'll go a lot lower. When you do this though, focus on twisting the entire pelvis while keeping the rest of your body straight ahead. Reinforcing something we've already talked about numerous times here. 
actually sort of controlling the amount of rotation that happens or the differentiation between hip rotation and torso rotation. And every rep here, you can see I'm just trying to initiate that small twist while keeping myself locked in. Here's a good tip here that will help you immensely. If you struggle with keeping your body stable here during any of these hanging exercises, just try to pull down an inch or two. Just before I'm about to go and initiate the twist, I pull down into about a one inch pull up and then I go and I move my, my pelvis. You'll find a lot more stability because we've reinforced that from above, keeping it stable through the lats contraction and then allowing us to have more control over the movable parts. Another great way here to engage the obliques, definitely something you should try. The next exercise here is called the banded elbow thrust. It's one that we use a lot with our fighters and actually appears in the combat core phase of our new program. What we're looking to do here is just control a small movement once again. Again, you will see repeatedly here through these exercises, you don't have to go through large excursions to really target the obliques and their function. So I put the band around my elbow, I step out, and I allow it to actually pull me back a little bit towards the side of the band. Get that rotation, sort of like the side crunch that we started the whole video here with. You want to allow that range of motion if it's available. And we certainly have the range of motion, especially when we're standing and not limited by the floor. So I get some rotation of the trunk in the backwards direction. Now I got to overcome that and then drive down. Drive the elbow down towards the hip. Simulating a movement that might become actually functional to a fighter when in combat. But the point for us here is that we can just get a really good functional contraction of the obliques knowing what it is they're trying to do, and finally letting them express that in the form of this exercise. This here is one of my favorites. We call it the banded cauldron. So we know that if we get into any position where we're resisting rotation, or not allowing the natural rotation back in the direction of a band, that we're going to be challenging the obliques. But we can do it in even a more dynamic way, in a multi-planar way. We start the band out in front of us, and now we start to make circles. And by making the circles here, we're not only changing the moment arm of the band closer to our body and further away, knowing that when it gets further away from our body, it becomes more challenging, but we're also introducing some lateral stability and control that's needed here. So it's a great exercise. Again, you see me flip around to the other side and make sure I'm working both sides here in whatever time period I'm doing it for. But I think it's an amazing option, especially because it's one that could be done on the feet. And speaking of on the feet here, this one takes it to just sort of that final level. And this is the landmine wiper. What we're looking for here, once again, is to control that rotation. And a lot of times I'll see people do this exercise like this. And if you recognize the flaw here, it's similar to what was done back in that physio ball plate twist. You're allowing the whole body to rotate. There's no differentiation between what's going on between the top and the bottom. And as the conduit, the connector between these two moving parts, the obliques will be challenged more so if you do have that differentiation. So I can do it in this way instead. I start off with the bar long, my arms long, get it up overhead. And then ideally as I drop it down from one side to the other, I want to keep this top arm straight. So I'm allowing a lot more excursion, a lot more control is demanded to keep that weight from falling in that direction, and therefore a lot more work is being done by the obliques. This is one of my favorite ways to train anybody. Again, you don't have to start with a heavy weight here. As a matter of fact, even the weight of the bar alone could be something that's challenging for you. Start there and work your way up. This is an invaluable way to train your obliques, and I don't want you to miss it. So there you have it, guys. There are some new weapons in your arsenal to help you to shred up those obliques and to train them the right way. Again, if you put the science behind the exercises you select and how you do the exercises you select, then everything starts to come together. I think that's what we've done here in our latest program. Again, you can get it 
over at AthleanX.com, the Core 4 Abs program. In the meantime, if you found the video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know what else you want to recover. I'll do my best to do that for you. And if you haven't already done so, guys, click subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss a new video when we put one out. All right, guys. See you soon.